0: Well good morning. Here we are at Grace Missionary Baptist Church once again this morning and uh, gathering to a uh, church that is empty, all but just a couple here helping to get us out into uh, where everyone is listening to us today. Uh, but may I say as we were just sharing that when we are able to gather back together, I do believe that every one of us should Take this to heart and, and realize how blessed we are to assemble together uh, and not take that for granted uh, that we get to come. Every Sunday morning we come into the church house, and, and I believe we'll come in differently from now on. I believe we'll come in, uh, as they said, I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. I believe we'll come in with a desire uh, to assemble together and hear the word of God. Uh, knowing that we come with that but having that desire and fire in us before we even get here before we start today we're going to go to the Lord in prayer Uh, so we just ask it of you Lord God to uh, just be with us so let us bow our heads our heavenly father God, we thank you for this day and the blessings you give us, Lord God. God, even in the adversities of life, your word says you never leave us and you never forsake us. You're with us always. So help us, dear God, to uh, stand today to proclaim the gospel of the words of the living Christ today. Help us today, Lord God, to preach out there to a dying world, Father, God, that so many in this world that do not know you as their Lord and Savior. God, may something that is said through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit today and may that be upon every word that is spoke today but may something that may be preached and uh, prick the hearts and and cause them to realize the need of a living Savior cause them to realize Father Lord God that God this world is not all there is so Lord I pray today that you inspire me uh, with those words uh, seasoned with your spirit today that dwells within me and everybody baptized born again believer and that the holy spirit god may you do that today that where we can lord i'll find the strength we need for such a time as this speak to us lord today we pray in jesus name and amen well, today we are celebrating uh, uh, another day here. Uh, last Sunday we celebrated Easter, uh, and today and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, today we're also celebrating uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as we have every Sunday, and the world has every Sunday since that day of uh, uh, the resurrection. And, and so we gather today, uh, realizing that the resurrection today is still as important uh, still as prominent as it ever was. And, and, you know, paying the price uh, for the sins of the world is why Jesus came. Uh, But let me ask you this. Have you ever thought about uh, why didn't he leave and go back to heaven at the end of the day after he arose from the grave? Uh, Why did Jesus stay around after he purchased our pardon? Well, we find those answers today in the book of Acts. and, And that's where we'd like to read from today in our scriptures in the book of Acts in the first chapter and I want to start reading about the first 11 verses and then we'll go back over them so if you're listening or if you have your Bibles at home or wherever you may be today uh, read along with us and and, and in this here uh, Luke is writing this book and, and and he wrote the gospel of Luke uh, but now Luke is saying the former uh, book meaning the former treatise, meaning the book of Luke that he had Wrote. he said, the former book I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach until the day which he was taken up after uh, through the Holy Ghost and had given commandment to the apostles whom he had chosen, uh, to whom he also showed uh, Self alive after his passion uh, by many infallible proofs, uh, seeing and being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God and being assembled together with them, uh, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. But wait for the promise of the Father, which said he, Ye have heard of me, for I for John truly baptized uh, with water, uh, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when when they therefore were come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will thou this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know but the times nor the seasons but which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and into the othermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they behold, he was taken up out of a cloud, up, and behold, uh, two men received him. He was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee. Why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Uh, So stop reading right there. Uh, This morning we want to speak about how the book of Acts, if you will, Luke continues the story. He begins gospel and in this book it's going to cover 30 years after Jesus ascension and in that short time of those 30 years uh, the church was established and the gospel of salvation was spread uh, throughout the world at that time and Jesus spent 40 days now uh, teaching his disciples uh, uh, and they were changed drastically as he gathered these disciples and he taught them after the resurrection, listen, before uh, the resurrection, after the death of Christ, before the resurrection, uh, they had deserted the Lord and they had hid themselves, uh, fearing for their own lives. and that's before the resurrection. But after now uh, being with the living resurrection Christ, uh, the disciples learned more about the kingdom of God and discovered their power source, the Holy Spirit. And I believe today that's one of the things that Christians today uh, throughout the world are, are lacking most of all and that's realizing the power source that we have in the Holy Spirit of Christ. I believe because when we feel and know that we have the power of Jesus Christ indwelling us. Part of the Trinity of God indwells us. His Holy Spirit lives in me. It is not an it. It is not a thing. It is part of Him, the Trinity, living in every born again believer of Christ. And after seeing the risen Christ, uh, these men became fearless. Uh, They rushed everything to spread the good news of the gospel. Uh, They faced imprisonment. They faced meetings. They faced rejection, and they were killed, and yet they never compromised uh, their mission. Uh, they So many of them, uh, many were uh, uh, stabbed. Some were stabbed. Some were uh, pierced with a sword. Uh, uh, some were hung. Uh, uh, Peter was hung upside down. Many of them all. Uh, All, all of them, uh, faced persecution and and faced uh, uh, attacks at every hand. And listen here, I'm going to tell you something about all of that. Uh, Their faith never wavered. Uh, Their faith never uh, doubted because they had found uh, what they needed. They had saw uh, the resurrected body of Jesus Christ. And listen here, how important that is for you and I today to know, uh, my friend, that once you find Jesus, your life will never be the same. once you experience His gift of salvation, and once you realize His Holy Spirit indwells in you as a believer of Jesus Christ, and once you realize that, I'm going to tell you today, God is so good. God is so good because today, uh, listen, through this pandemic that we have, uh, listen here, uh, once again, it must be an underlying theme that uh, I've had ever since we've started preaching uh, to an empty uh, church house here, but it comes to me again, but he says, greater is he uh, that is in you than he that is in the world. Who is it that is in me? It is his Holy Spirit that indwells in me and he keeps me and he lets me know that I am his and he is mine and he shelters me and he protects me as it's saying today uh, pastor are you saying you won't get this virus that's going around I'm going to tell you whatever happens in my life it won't take what I've got within me and that's the gift of God eternal life it can kill me as they did the Apostles there uh, when they were sent out how many of them were killed and very and beaten in very uh, uh, just harsh manner there Uh, but listen here what they couldn't take away from them was the relationship they had with Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us with that he gives us a peace that passes all understanding. Well, I want to look at our scripture here today. How important it is for us to know how we- about uh, uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and and we celebrate it as Easter Uh, but what happened next Uh, what was then so often uh, we just go on and say well that was it but I'm going to tell you as he said even greater things are yet to come and listen I want to point out just a couple of things uh, maybe two or three things this morning uh, uh, that we find here in the very first chapter in the book of Acts like I said the Apostle uh, 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 Luke here was writing this uh, this story here and he uh, just carried it on further than the other three uh, uh, gospel writers did. He carried it further here because he wanted the world to know uh, what happened next. What happens next here? First of all, uh, we learn that Jesus Christ is living. The Bible tells us that after he arose, that he was seen of of, of Mary's, the Mary's there, and and Peter and John, and then the other disciples there. He was seen of them, and then at one time above, uh, more than 500 people. Uh, But listen here as he says here, as he says, in this former treestate, or book is what that means, I have made, O Theopolis. And now let me mention here, just a moment about uh, this person, if you will, of Theopolis here. Who was Theopolis here? Uh, The word Theopolis means one who loves God are you loving one that loves God today are you one that loves God today so therefore uh, may this book just be written for you to know uh, Theopolis may have been a uh, uh, one of the men in Rome that uh, Luke had met uh, during this time and became a Christian uh, but we don't know for sure uh, But one thing we do know that Theopolis means a uh, one who loves God so if you love God uh, God's got a word for you right here and that word is uh, That of all that Jesus, listen. Of all that Jesus began, if he was dead, my friend, he couldn't begin anything. But he was alive, and he resurrected. He became out alive. He began both to do and to teach until the day which he was taken up. After that, after he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments so what was he doing Uh, jesus there had gathered his uh, uh, disciples there he was about to send them forth a disciple by the way is a learner of christ and that's what they were and and then the apostle is one who is sent forth from christ Uh, so therefore he was gathering his disciples those that were gathered here and he was gathering those disciples and, and he was teaching them he was commanded them and he had given commandments unto apostles, you see, they had, in, in other words, uh, they were ready to take the gospel message out into a world, and that exactly what they did, but he said he commanded them, and may I tell you today, as children of God, God commands us today uh, to take our story out into the world and tell them this is what he did for me. There was a woman that Jesus Christ uh, met at the well, a Samaritan woman, and he began to speak with her. And and, and no doubt that she was despised by many of the people in in that city in which she was uh, because she was a woman there, uh, uh, if you will, that just uh, met men for their own pleasure there. And he began to speak with her, and he began to tell her, who's your husband now, and I don't have, but she went down there and she said, come see a man who told me all things ever I did. Listen here. The Bible says many believed upon her, uh, on Jesus because of her testimony. Uh, We've got a job to do. There's somebody out there today uh, that can come to know Christ uh, because of your testimony of how you received Christ in your life and what he'd done for you he's doing for you. Share your testimony. And that's what he's telling them here. And he gave his disciples he called and given the commandments unto the apostles now uh, getting ready to send them whom he had chosen. Let me just say something here. Uh, Maybe this is uh, needed to be said here today no doubt. Uh, When God chose them uh, to go out uh, my friend he gave them the necessary uh, uh, power he gave them the words needed he gave them the mission needed. He gave them all they needed to do uh, to go and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. God chose them. Nobody chose me to go and preach his gospel my dad didn't tell me son go preach not one time ever my mother never told me son go preach not one time ever as a matter of fact uh, those of uh, in our church family uh, that have heard my testimony about that will tell you i said not me. I'm not going to do that. Yes, I was a rebellious Christian at the time, but I'm going to tell you something. God got a hold of me, and he told me that he had a work for me to do, and I was to obey his commandment because he had chosen me to go and preach his gospel. And I want to tell you today, church, wherever you are, if God's got a work for you to do, if he chose you to do that work, you better get busy. And do the work he wants you to do. The Bible goes on in verse 3. It says this. Listen, it shows us that he's living. It said, To whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. The word infallible means convincing. He showed himself alive by many convincing proofs. The people of that day were convinced. Uh, The doubters had to be convinced. Uh, Listen here, when Jesus. Christ told Thomas there, uh, he said in John chapter 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And listen here, that morning, uh, that afternoon after the resurrected Jesus Christ had come up out of the tomb, he came into where all his disciples had gathered together, uh, but Thomas wasn't there. And when they went and told Thomas uh, that he was alive, even Thomas then said, uh, yet will I not believe until I see and put my fingers in his hands where the scars were where he was nailed to the cross. Yet will I not believe. And then that's something then uh, a few days later on uh, when he walked right into the room with the door being closed as they were gathered there and Thomas was there he said Thomas behold my hands. Uh, listen here I'm going to tell you something here uh, listen God has got a plan for each and every one of us and Thomas even though uh, then he realized that praise God uh, Jesus proved the claims of who he was. Uh, praise God he alive forevermore. Uh, Listen here. The Bible will tell us. Let me turn over here. Let me find a verse real quickly over here in the book of Revelation. This is so important for us today. Uh, But over in the book of Revelation John uh, uh, who wrote the book of Revelation was one of these apostles and one of these apostles here that he had sent forth. Uh, John was uh, uh, banished to the Isle of Patmos here. Uh, History tells us that he was put into a vat of boiling oil. And you might say well that didn't kill him. The Bible also or the history also will tell us in some accounts there that it had no effect on him Uh, but they put him out and banished him into an Isle of Patmos and while he was there he had a vision of Christ and in verse 17 in chapter 1 uh, let me find it here and when I saw him I fell at his feet as dead and he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me Uh, fear not I am the first and the last, I am he that liveth and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and death. You see what he told uh, John, one of those apostles there, he told him, John, that one, uh, that you remember me seeing back in Jerusalem there after I resurrected, come forth out of the tomb, after I was there and I began to teach, you remember the commandments uh, that I give you then, he said, they're still the same, he said, I am still alive, I was the the one that was dead, and yet I'm alive, and I'm alive forevermore." And then he went on to say, and have the keys of death and hell, and that's a whole other message, but we'll get into another time. But that just showed you who's in control. The one that's the owner of the thing is what who has the key. You own your house, do you have a key to it? My friend, the one that's the owner, you own your vehicle, you have a key to it. Listen, the one that's the owner of all things has a key to him, and my friend, i I'm going to tell you something. Like I said, we'll not even get into that because I want to continue on with another few other thoughts here. But listen, that's exactly what Jesus was showing us today. Through this, we saw many infallible proofs that Jesus was alive. The naysayers today, because we have no eyewitnesses. They say, well, that's just somebody that needs to have something. That's just somebody uh, that needs to have a crutch in this society in which we live. Uh, That's just somebody uh, that isn't secure in their own life. Uh, But I want to tell you something. Uh, You call it a crutch if you want to. uh, But I am more secure in my life as a Christian uh, than I am anything else about me. I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that. ...is able to keep uh, that which I have committed unto him against that day. I know that I know that today in Jesus Christ. And if you're a born-again believer and a child of God, uh, you need to be saying amen because you should know the same. If there's any doubt in your life whatsoever, i tell you right now to fall upon your knees and ask God uh, to give you clear direction or give you his uh, gift of salvation. And that's so important today. Because when you ask somebody, Are you a child of God and are you going to heaven? They'll say, well, I'm pretty sure or I think so or or I was baptized when I was a baby or I was confirmed or I was this or I was that. I want to tell you something. Unless you ask Jesus Christ uh, to come into your heart and forgive you for your sin and receive his gift of eternal life, uh, my friend, you won't make heaven. You won't make heaven because you were baptized as a child. You won't make heaven because you was a member of a church. I don't care how You'll make heaven by the blood, washed blood of Jesus Christ and he says that again over in that first chapter of Revelation if you want to go back to that sometime you'll see that Uh, but that's how we're born through Jesus Christ and like I said because he lives as we sing the song I can face tomorrow because he lives all fear is gone because I know who holds the future oh listen we're so caught up in this COVID-19 virus pandemic, and we ought to be. It's real, my friend. I heard on the news the other day, someone said, well, I just don't believe it's true. Uh, Listen here, I'm going to tell you today, uh, just as real as this virus is, uh, Jesus Christ is even more real uh, because this virus is going to go away one day. But Jesus Christ will stand forever. He's alive. He's alive. My friend, I want you to know something. God's Word tells us, the book of Acts here proves the fact. Jesus proved his claims. Praise God he's alive. So I want to I share with you that today. We can rejoice not only in the empty tomb that he's alive, uh, but we can rejoice today that he's still alive and alive forevermore, as he told John uh, on that Isle of Patmos, uh, uh, like I said, several years later. Uh, but the second point I want to bring out real quickly here is simply this. Uh, Jesus promised something to uh, all the uh, believers in Christ, and that was Jesus' promised promise of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to what I read here in verse 5 in chapter 1 of book Acts. For John, truly, that's John the Baptist he's talking about here, that truly baptized you with water, and ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. You see, Jesus I was letting them know and that was 10 more days if you will uh, and we read about that in the next chapter there the day of Pentecost and once again that's a whole other sermon there I could get off on that we'd be an hour and a half and I know uh, that the Bible uh, uh, lets us know that all of these things are about you can take them I got a little plaque in my office that said Lord fill me with worthwhile stuff but nudge me Lord when I said enough I could speak all day about what God is doing in our lives and what He's done for me when He do for you, but I want to have your attention here. Uh, so let me just share with you in verse 5. Uh, for John truly baptized you with water, uh, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they four were come together, they asked Him, saying, Lord, will that at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? You see, they asked him that when he came in and made his triumphant entry into Jerusalem. That's all they were wanted. They were an oppressed nation. Uh, They wanted out of the confinements of the Roman emperor. They wanted out out of the pressures that the world of the day had put on them. And they wanted to have their land back. They wanted to be back like it was. And Jesus said unto them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Then he tells him, and he tells him this. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost part of the earth. <clears throat> so, right here, And not only do we see that Jesus is alive, that it wasn't just something that some people saw, uh, but he continues to be alive and commands and teaches and, and shows them what they need to be doing as apostles he's sending out, but he also is giving them the promise of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, how important that is. And before Jesus ascended up into heaven, uh, Jesus promised that He would send us His Holy Spirit uh, to live in the hearts of the believer here. And I want you to know something the Holy Spirit, my friend, once again, uh, we take it for granted or we just don't take it much at all. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. You want to have a powerful Christian life, uh, you want to have a strong Christian faith, uh, you really. Realize that that Holy Spirit of God, that he dwells in you and he empowers you and he talks with you and he walks with you and he lets you know that you're a child of God and he tells you to do this or not to do that. Uh, My friend, the Holy Spirit there, he gives us power to live the Christian life. He changes us from sinners to saints uh, because of our gift uh, that we receive of him of salvation. Uh, My friend, listen to that. Listen to that. We were a sinner, now we're a saint. You might say, I don't feel I'm a saint. Well, you live for God and may have put a different attitude in your mind. You live for God and he'll put a different uh, mindset there because you'll realize that Jesus Christ lives within you. And my friend, where he lives and dwells, that's a sainted place. I'm glad today that he comforts us. He told the disciples that he had to go. But he said, I'll not leave you comfortless. I'll send a a comfort unto you and he'll be with you always. I'm glad he comforts us through his Holy Spirit today. I'm glad his Holy Spirit encourages us today. I'm going to tell you what, the Bible tells us that in this life we're living, we're going to have our tribulation, we're going to have our heartaches, we're going to have our sorrows, we're going to have troubles of every kind of all sorts. But his Holy Spirit encourages you and I, as born-again believers today, the Holy Spirit tells us, I'll never leave you. You're not alone. I'm with you. Wherever you go for Christ, you'll find me there, leading and directing the steps. So he encourages us. He directs us. And my friend, he tells us in his word that he gives us power. What's he give us power for? And ye shall be a witness, it said unto me. And you shall be a witness. You shall receive power and you shall be a witness unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. Uh, my friend, the earth, that's what the God is telling us to do. He wants us to be a witness to right uh, where we're at immediately. He wants us to be a witness around our neighborhood, our families, our, our neighborhood. He wants us to be a witness around our our city and our towns he wants us to be a witness around our state around our country he wants us to be a witness around the world you might say well i've never left my state well then be witness where you're at wherever you're at be a witness for god that's what he wants us to do well i don't know if i can be a i don't know i'm shy i'm backward he said you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Listen here, it's not what I do, but it's what he does through me. And I don't care to tell anyone at any time my story. This is what he's done. This is my story. We sing that song. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. I don't care to tell you my story. My story is (laughs) simply, I might have been raised in a Christian home, my father might have been a preacher and a pastor. But My friend, I was still just as lost. I was still destined for hell just like anyone else. Daddy couldn't get me to heaven on his good works. You won't go to heaven on your good works. My friend, the only way you'll go to heaven is through and by the work of Jesus Christ and you believing in that work you're accepting him as your Lord and Savior. And then when we do that he wants us uh, to be a witness for him. And that witness is through the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells you. Has this confinement got to you? Has this confinement rattled your mind? Has this confinement that we're now in, has it got you kind of out of sorts? My friend, I'm going to tell you, you need to go and you need to stop. You need to pray and you need to steal away somewhere in that house or Wherever you can go, and my friend, you need to pray and say, Lord, let me realize that I've already got all I need living in me. And my friend, God, I hear you. Whatever it is we're going through, the Holy Spirit is there. He said he never leave us. i glad of that. He said I'm alive forevermore. Well, it's a great thing to know that, that he would give us power and that we could send out that witness of what he's done and his word is saving grace unto the world. And the third and final point I want to bring up to you this morning, uh, the third and final point that I want to bring is simply this. Uh, lastly, he teaches us here uh, what he says. Listen to this in verse 9 in chapter 1. And when he had thus, and when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, he went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. Which also said, "You men of Galilee, why stand ye?" gazing up into heaven this same jesus by the way that word same i've got underlined in red and i've got circled in red in my bible the word same (laughs) this same jesus who said i'm the same yesterday today and forevermore the same jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him Go into heaven. And listen to what he's talking about here. He's telling them that he's coming again. I want to read something to you over here in the book of Thessalonians and in the fourth chapter uh, because some of the people there in Thessalonica uh, were uh, concerned and were wondering about uh, those people that had died and what was happening to them and where would they be and would they go to heaven and all of these things that Paul got word of this. And because there were people there to try to telling them how uh, the death, the grave, and death was all. All there was. There are still people today in the world in which we live over 20 centuries later are still trying to tell people that death is all there is, the grave is all there is. I'm going to tell you something here today. Uh, My friend, Jesus Christ says, if that's what you think, uh, that the grave and death is all there is, he says there is a point that a man wants to die, and after this the judgment. Everyone uh, will stand before God. And my friend, God will open up the book of life, the Lamb's book of life. And I heard this the other day, and I'll just share it. We've been listening uh, to a lot of preachers on the television. Uh, But he said he'll open up the Lamb's book of life, and he don't know whether it's alphabetical or WOD, I've But listen, here he goes down through there and he sees your name and say, your name is John Smith. He says, you're right here under the S's and down. Uh, John, here's the date you were conceived. Here's the date you were born. Uh, John, here's the date. Wait a minute. I don't see that date, John. I don't see in the book of life the date you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. I don't see that date, Mary, Sally, whatever your name might be, that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Take your name out, it said, Depart from me, cast into outer darkness where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. Wow, but this is what Paul told those in Thessalonica he said. Without Christ, we'd be of all men most miserable. But he said, For this I say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Here's what Luke just said in the book of Acts. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet them in the clouds, in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Comfort ye one another with these words. I'm going to tell you something. That's what he told us over there in the book of Acts. He was telling us that there that Jesus Christ was saying. Now listen here. He was taken up and he said, which also you seen him go into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Jesus Christ is coming again. He's talking about the rapture of the church. My friend, listen here. Are you ready for the rapture? All that we're seeing here in the last 20 years of our lives here, all all these things we're seeing throughout the world you can find in the scriptures saying that just before the coming of Christ you can see these things come to pass. You might say well preacher I've heard that Jesus Christ was coming uh, for a long time now. Let me just tell you this that just means it's closer than it was Uh, last week. It's closer than it was Uh, last year. uh, My friend I believe that it's nigh and even at the door Oh, this could be the day. Can you imagine, my friend, uh, the eastern sky splitting open and Jesus Christ uh, standing there and rising forth and hearing the voice of the archangel and the trump of God? And we which are alive and remain, I uh, said, first the dead in Christ shall rise up out of the cemeteries. Wherever they're at, they're going to rise up. You may be bare to see I See, ain't going to hold you in. Now listen here, we'll all rise up. And so shall we then, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together. Whether to meet the Lord in the air. That's some good news today. I believe with all of my heart, <laughs> this could be the day. Now, if it's not, yeah, I believe it could. The Bible talks about the pestilence and the pandemics just before the beginning of sorrows. Worldwide, have you ever experienced anything like this? I believe God's telling us, you better get yourselves right. I'm about ready to come down there. Snatch you, if you will. The church, snatch him out. Catch him up out. Rapture may not be mentioned in the Bible, but everything pertaining to it is. And listen to that, how important that is. Matter of fact, let me read another verse back here. I want to go back and find that book of Revelation again and in that first chapter here. And listen to what he says in Revelation chapter 1, verse 7 and 8. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him, even so. Amen. He said, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I thank God today that he was that one that died on the cross. I thank God today that he is that one that conquered death in the grave and come up out of the tomb. And I thank God today that he is the one that's coming back one day to receive the church and his body of Christ, the bride of Christ, and bring them home and forever to be with the Lord. We need to comfort one another with those words today. May I tell you, I believe all of history is moving toward a specific point, And that is the return of Jesus Christ. He's coming. The Bible tells us as I close here today. Be ye also ready for in such an hour ye think not the Son of Man cometh. My friend, are you ready today to meet Jesus? Will you meet him as your Lord and Savior? Or you find him as your judge and sentence? Today is the day of salvation. Harden not your heart. If you simply believe that Jesus Christ, invite him to come into your life? God, forgive me of my sins. God, I believe that you sent your son Jesus Christ to die on a cross. I believe that he arose after that third day and the tomb is empty. And I believe that he's gone back to sitting at the right hand of Jesus. matter of fact, uh, in in the book of Acts a little later on, we might preach that a couple weeks down the road. That's where Stephen saw him. I see Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. My friend, I'm going to you believe all of those things and just say, "Lord, I don't know how it all may work." I don't know how it's all possible, but all I need to know is accept the fact that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for me, and that because of that, I can live and have his gift of eternal life. God, I tell you today that I want to be a child of God. The Bible says he'll come and he'll give you his gift of salvation, his gift of eternal life. You didn't earn it, so you can't lose it. And I'm going to tell you something else here today, and you're going to be in that number, my friend, when we're caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. What about you? As we come to conclusion today, I'm going to pray. I pray for you, and I'll pray this. I'll say, Lord, Heavenly Father, God, for the words that you have given us to speak today. God, for your Holy Spirit that's been upon every word and every thought that's come through my mind and my heart. And a got out my mouth. God, your Holy Spirit has been upon them. And your word now is sent out, Father. God, I pray today, God, for all of those, Lord. God, that realize today that they don't have what we just was preaching about. God, if they're here and they're saying, Lord, I'm not sure, I think so, I may have, any of those things, Lord, you didn't come and your word says that you're not the author of confusion, God, that we will know whom we have believed, Father, help us to know that today, these ones that don't know, God, let them pray out to you and give them that gift or bring them back, Father, God, to the point of realization. Help them to do that today, Lord, we pray, God, that they receive the gift of Jesus Christ today. These things we pray, amen. May I say that today, if you've received that, you've shared that prayer and you spoke and you asked God to come in your heart and life, will you let us know? Will you just send me an email at P-A-S-T-O-R-E-S-T-E-P at yahoo.com. Pastor at yahoo.com. If you're watching anywhere around our church here, when we're going to get back into our church, we're at 1301 Beacon Street. Uh, We invite our neighborhood. We invite our city. We invite our county. We invite to whosoever will come and join us here at Grace where everybody's somebody and Jesus Christ is Lord. God bless you.